We just ordered uh, Olive Garden, so I'm also... I have a lot going on in my life right now. Is that offensive to you, Olive Garden? I don't know. No. There are, there <laughs> are some good Italian Italians. name. <laughs> there are some Italians that are like, God, if you eat at the Olive Garden, you're dead to me. <laughs> Never say the word Italy ever again. Um, but no, I don't care. Okay, I, good. I, I just didn't want to be rude. But I just downloaded a dating app again Ooh! but someone who liked me on there it said that their favorite restaurant was olive garden and that was too much for me <laughs> i had to x that one it's like, like you it's can one, have it every once in a while it's one thing to like to like it you know i i've eaten there i've gotten some meals there but there is a pleasure in... for your favorite restaurant it's it's why like Chipotle's good too. You know it's not real, but at the same time it still is good. There's a pleasure in the cheapness, the fakeness. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I was Much like there's a pleasure in the cheapness of Teen Witch. Yes, there is. See that segue? That was a good I'm like in Chicago, I'm on a segue tour, I'm leading it. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on One Star. Hello, and welcome to another episode of One Star Bad Movies Podcast, uh, where we talk about bad movies with one celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I'm supersonic, idiotic, disconnected, not respected, such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nowhere space, Quinn. Welcome. That was a that was a long one. Yeah, I, exactly. That's why I had to read it. <laughs> that get makes it all sense. Down in time. What? I don't remember when that happened. That's it's a lyric from Top That. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> um, today we're talking about Teen Witch. The, yes, Teen Witch. So I I'm here. I've seen this movie before, and mm-hmm. I I was the one who brought it up. Say we should maybe do it. What did you think? Um, <laughs> I thought it was very fun to start off. Um, I wish she used more of her powers, gotta be honest. <laughs> it's very unwitchy for a movie called Teen Witch. Yeah. There's very light witching going on. Yeah, I was really. Hoping for more witch. We got a lot of teen. <laughs> too much teen, not enough. <laughs> too, too much teen, not enough witch. Um, <laughs> but I did enjoy watching it. It's not like I had a hard time getting through it or anything. Um, oh, yeah. Like some other stuff we've done. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is just so much fun. So funny. I mean, a like campy teen high school movie, and you don't like a teen rom com. And you it's, think I'm not going to like that? <laughs> it's probably the most 80s movies I've ever seen. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is my first note, actually. It just says <laughs> so 80s. Because it, it really, like, it starts off, and then they're like, no, this is the 80s. And you're like, yeah, I know, it came out in the 80s. And they're like, no, this is the 80s. <laughs> it almost feels like the 80s per... The Fine Brothers, where they only experienced it through movies. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like how F the prom scene sees school, schooling in general. This movie sees just the entire decade, the, all They're the just aesthetics, like, colors, everywhere. loud. <laughs> Let's go to. Do town, they need baby. to like correlate with each other or look good together? No, <laughs> they just need to be there. But okay? if, it's, if it's a pattern, we need it. <laughs> Put them together. Lots of patterns, lots of colors. Um, oh, and the hair. Gotta be big. <laughs> you know, I, I I really missed my calling because I feel like I could really rock 80s hairstyles. You Here's know? my thing. What's stopping you? <laughs> that is a good point. Because but I whatever feel like it is, get rid of it. I... Because I put a lot of work and maintenance into my hair to keep it from, like, not being huge. Yeah. So I just feel like my hair was born to be in an 80s style. So I, I could just, like, not you. have to do anything. I'm and then it would just be, like... Begging you to get a perm. <laughs> Can you imagine my hair in a perm? <laughs> I want to imagine. I want to see it. That... <laughs> I could never. No matter what, I just hate the poofy bangs look. And I know that's fair. there was no going around it in the 80s because it's just everywhere. And that's... <laughs> and hey, I've had trends that I look back on and I'm like, why did we do that? That looks awful. But like, I never was into the... The, the hair thing. That's very valid The, the bangs of you. specifically. What? That's very valid of you. Mm-hmm. But so big hair, are, love it. We are watching this for our Spookvember series. It yes. is only horror, and it has the word witch in the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, low on the spooks, but that's it fine. Is, but we just kind of wanted to, or this is our Patreon pick. Yeah. So we, this was the option, and I honestly thrilled with this choice, though, because I love this movie. I love talking about this movie. I think it's hilarious. So, Lauren, who is your one star in this movie? Do you have one star? Do you know who any of these people are? Uh, not really. I'm going to have to relook at the IMDb. Okay. Is there, no. I told you, you're not allowed to look at IMDb, because I have facts for you that will okay. shock shock you. Okay, number one. The lead, Robin Lively. Blake Lively's mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not even what was meant to shock you. Yes, that is Blake Lively's mom. We interrupt... This podcast for a quick correction. Robin Lively is Blake Lively's sister and not mother. We apologize for any distress this might have caused. We know you come here for the facts and the facts only. Now back to the regularly scheduled content. I, okay. And so she's I did not see that coming. So she's a bit of a star to me. To Zelda Zelda Rubenstein. Who's in the Poltergeist movies, which I'm sure you haven't seen. But uh, she's great. Well, I saw the original. Oh, yeah. So you did you recognize her? No. Okay, yeah. She's in it, though. She's the best part of that movie, too. There were people her. that, like, I thought looked very familiar. And I was doing research on her. She apparently was, like, one of the very first people in Hollywood to, like, come out in support of ending the AIDS crisis and, like, being nice to people with AIDS. So oh, we good. stand. Love yeah. her. And, okay, the little brother. One, maybe the worst part of the movie, one of the most annoying characters of all time. By far the absolute worst part, yes. Two, are you ready for, this is what's going to shock you. 
This man know. is I'm a scared. screenwriter now, and okay. he has written one of your all-time favorite movies. <laughs> Do I want to know what it is? <laughs> I think you want to know. Take a guess. Um, can I get a genre? Horror. Horror. I feel like I know most of the screenwriters for my favorite horror movies. I don't know. What is it? Okay, I'll tell you. The, the, this man grew up to be the screenwriter of The Final Girls. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to have to take a moment. <laughs> That's why I was to like... To process as soon as this information. As soon as we picked <clears throat> this movie, I had I, text, I would text Lauren. I was like... Do not look up a thing about the little brother, because I knew I needed your reaction, like, on camera live. <laughs> I just want to know how this man, this child grew up to, I mean, how how poor of an actor he is. Well, here's the thing. He's not a bad actor, because he also, he plays a child vampire, in this movie near dark that I really like. And he's okay. He's kind of annoying in that too. I think he was just like had an annoying voice, but he's not terrible in that. So, but this movie is an exception. I'm glad this man found screenwriting because acting was not the calling. That is true. I just, cause there's just no comedic timing talent that he has. Maybe it's cause he's a child who knows though. <laughs> that is true. Wow. But yeah, he wrote The Final Girls, which is so funny to me. <laughs> that is very that is very shocking. But I'm happy he did that, I guess. <laughs> You're grateful for him now. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't excuse his performance in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Some crimes can never be forgiven. <laughs> no. Although it does make it an easier pill to swallow, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that just insane to you? It blew me away when I read it. Are you read... like, I'm looking at his IMDb now that I'm allowed. <laughs> Has he written anything else that's, like, good? Nope, that's, like, his only movie. It's not <laughs> even, like, he did other bad things. He's, like, that's his, like, sole project. Then maybe he, like... I guess he just had one good idea, and that's... And you know what? That's okay, because it was a really good that's... idea. Yeah, and we appreciate it, and we're happy with it, so... We've both seen it multiple times. Yeah. Okay, I need to, like, stop deep diving into... I'm sorry, did I, like, just into throw you totally off kilter? Yeah, you're, I guess... You're just... You're spiraling. Because <laughs> I just... I thought I had a grasp on the world, and I... I'm shook now. <laughs> Okay. We have to move on from that. <laughs> I understand. Um I don't know. What do we even normally talk about at the beginning? I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, You're going to be off for the entire podcast. I just like don't know what we're doing anymore. Cuz of what I did to you. I'm sorry. Well, <clears throat> okay, although let's... I'm glad I didn't just find that out ahead of time. <laughs> let's start with your notes what do you have first we'll we'll dive in to teen witch 
Teen Witch. Um, I don't have any history. This is the first time I've seen it. But the beginning scene, which turns out to be like a fantasy dream sequence, mm-hmm. which I've been known to start a screenplay that way as well. <laughs> <laughs> Can't knock that too much. Um, but I think learning that it's a fantasy made it weirder. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Just because, so she's, her main character's on the roof, uh, full 80s garb, of course, uh, wearing a very loud dress, <laughs> I would say, um, just hanging out on a roof, um, and then... Okay, never mind. I was confused by my own notes. And then (laughs) a guy comes up and, like, she, like, keeps, like, walking away from him a lot. Yeah. Kind of, like, playing hard to get kind of thing. And then he just kind of, like, chases her around the roof a bunch and, like, almost kisses her. Um, And that was the opening credit sequence. If... (laughs) It's very, like, it wasn't a music video, but it, like, is very 80s music video vibes. Yes, because, like, the music is so loud, and it's, like, the main thing that you notice. Um, but it's, like, for a teen girl fantasy, like, your fantasy is to, like, almost kiss your crush. Nothing hotter. (laughs) Right? Like, I just feel like that's what made it weirder to me. It was like, okay, well, that's your big fantasy. And I think the reason why they did it probably is because, spoiler alert, the kiss later um, is, like, the only time that they kiss kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the first time that those actors kiss. I, I like to think of it as this is a musical. Kind of. I don't know if there's, I like, need a to song. Talk about, I need to talk about the music at some point. I don't know if we're ready yet. I don't know if there's, like, a song requirement to make something... Just have musical numbers versus be a musical. I don't know what the count is. This is like teetering on the edge either way. But it's the I Want song. It's this opening scene. What? Like the, the It's like the music. Oh, 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 you, get, oh, you have yes. like the opening number, then you have your I Want song. And this is our I Want song, even this though is no our... one's singing. So, <laughs> no one's singing. Um, we just get that, yeah, that she wants this boy. And I'm assuming it was Brad. Yeah, it, it's but like the main guy. I didn't know who Brad was at that point, and so I didn't. <laughs> I was like, assu- like later on in the movie, I'm like, I'm assuming that that was Brad, but I did not go back and check. <laughs> I didn't care enough to do that. I will give the movie credit for <clears throat> casting him. He, he's not. He's like a fine whatever actor, but he is a proper hunk. He's exactly. He is. I could see him being the Zac Efron of that day if this movie was anywhere even vaguely good. No, they they nailed that. (laughs) (laughs) Although I'm pretty sure he was a lot older than her. He was. I looked it up. She was 17, he was like 26, which is like... But also, isn't that more on the directors and casting? Yeah, like, at least, you know, hire an 18-year-old. Yeah. Um, What's weirder about that is well, I, I maybe I don't know if they were just more fast and loose in the 80s, but <laughs> <laughs> they would have had to have her parents, like, sign off to consent mm-hmm. to that, which and, is gross. 
the the scene in the abandoned house is a little, <clears throat> little racier than you're ready for for the tone of this movie. <laughs> I I have things to say about that. Do you want? Should I say it now or wait? We we we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, because I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> oh, because we're talking about age. This is a quick sidebar. You didn't watch Teen Wolf, did you? I've seen the movie. Of course I'm not talking about the, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> um, there's a part in um, uh, one of like the later seasons where they started to get really weird. Um, <laughs> there was a character that these two characters like used to date like a while ago. And then... Um, long story short or you know time pass whatever um and then this is a grown woman and changes the guy back to a time where he didn't know how like evil she was or whatever so he was like in high school and the actor was like 15 years old and then there was a scene where they kissed how old was so, she like, a 30 to 40 year old woman <sighs> that's worse kissed a that's 15 so year old <laughs> that's crazy because that's and I, every once in a while i'll think about that and i'm like why that is it's awful <laughs> that's the plot at least in teen witch he's supposed to be 17 yeah no <laughs> it was you're watching it and you're like oh oh no <laughs> <laughs> and the kids parents had to sign off on it and also had to be there for the shooting. Can you imagine having like a fifteen year old son just like and watching him make out with like a forty year old? There's a there are multiple steps of imagination I would have to take to reach that point. <laughs> <laughs> so then she wakes up. Yeah. And we meet her family and as we as we alluded to earlier. The worst character of the film. The yes, brother. Uh, by leaps and bounds. <laughs> both in both in like personality wise, I'd say the worst character, even surpassing the actual mean girls. Um, yeah. But also in terms of I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the just worst gonna character. say He's a shoo-in for an award later on. He is. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, but it might no. happen. <laughs> oh, there is someone else. Oh, wait, never mind. I was pre-awarding uh, the awards for Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> there was like, I was like, there was someone I had to like make sure won the Dr. Ammon, but... That was in Holiday, so never Spoiler mind. alert, we will be doing Holiday for our month where we actually celebrate the right holiday. <laughs> <laughs> we would never. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Although Holiday does span a year of holidays, so it could fit into any of them, but oh, it is primarily Christmas. That, that's why it's, it's, our, it's our transitional movie into full christmas yeah it's a, it's a good transition <laughs> anyways we're we're way off of kilter now. <laughs> um so yeah we get like the uh the standard this is a teenage girl this is what her home life is like kind of 
intro. Mm-hmm. And then we go to school. Yeah, her parents are pretty nothing characters, so we don't really. Need oh, to completely know much about just them. blinks. I think I, I watched this so long ago, and I've watched so many movies in between then. But I think I really liked the mom character. She's had a few. I think I wrote it down. There was one line where I was like, I need to talk about this, that she said... Yeah, I think there was like a couple of those where I'm just like, I really relate to this mom oh, character. Oh, yeah. When, when she's, um... I did write it down. When she's showing her clothing, she bought one my probably my favorite line of the movie. She goes, I bought it for you at the Young Miss Department. <laughs> <laughs> I just... And she just has such a, like, a laissez-faire, whatever kind of attitude, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that in a high school movie, Mom, because we don't get that a lot, you Speaking know? Speaking of Stanley Tucci from earlier, it, it, she's the template for him and Patricia Clarkson in Easy A. <laughs> I think she is. <laughs> she's, like, she's the blueprint. <laughs> Where it's, like, they added more personality and they added more comedic, like, but the kind of, like, parenting aspect... She's the blueprint <laughs> for those characters. <laughs> um, so are we in school now? We're in school now. Because I and didn't write it. This movie suffers from the same problem as always, where the lead is playing a quote-unquote unpopular girl, except she is and looks like a Hollywood actress. <laughs> she, uh, there's no chance Robin Lively in any situation is unpopular in in twin peaks she plays a woman who like has some sort of like sexual power over men that just makes them do whatever she wants and she doesn't like she's not even aware of it that's her that's her whole character so she just really it's like it's like the reverse joey king and kissing booth (laughs) you know you're like no in kissing booth you're like no i would bully this girl she does not have a line of men trying to go out with her that is an incorrect thing and it's 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 impossible to buy here again not physical wise straight personality wise (laughs) she doesn't even have (laughs) (laughs) i I was i was i thought you were talking about robin lively for a second yeah it was like she's not even like one she really doesn't have any interests or hobbies I would say, no, if we're talking about bad representation for women, this is, she might qualify. Cause she, her, she ha- her sole interest is a boy. Yeah. And she also maybe That's commits it. a murder. We'll talk about that later, though. Um, oh, wait, I forgot. He's, was it, I need to talk was about Was it entirely, that like, bad if he died, though? <laughs> There's a, I have a whole lot to say about that character. We'll get to okay, that. Okay, we'll, we'll just keep going. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But the whole, like, popular girl or um, Hollywood actress not being, you know, an unpopular I wish they girl. I wish they would have at least just been like, you know what? We don't like her because she's a redhead. <laughs> just yeah. go for it. Who cares? Just write that into the script. That, yeah, she is... A, a gorgeous actress, but you know what? She's redhead. We don't she like. She has her. red hair, though, so she we has have no soul. to bully her. Um, <laughs> but the same, me and I saw Freaky. How was it? So good. Okay, good. I'm so excited. So to watch good. It. 
But um, it had the same fault. Where I was like, I do not believe that people would not be... She's supposed to be unpopular in that movie. Yeah. I, I did not... I would not buy that for a second. Just from the trailers alone. She's like in cool leather jackets. That's after. Oh, okay. Okay. But still, yeah, uh, yeah no chance. Well, she's mainly made fun of for being poor. Okay, that's a little more valid, but... So that was, like, more of an excuse, but, like... I was like, come on. Look at her. It's, that's Catherine Newton. What are you guys doing? <laughs> okay. But she was in, she was in De- Detective Pikachu. Did you guys not see that? Is that why you're bullying <laughs> her? Do not know she's in Detective Pikachu? Is it because you weren't allowed to get... You didn't uh, get a ticket to Blockers because it was too old for you? <laughs> Anyways, we're not talking about that movie, but <laughs> so I we get our first kind of glimpse into the musical numbers. Or I was gonna say, for, yeah, we may we meet the best character, the two best characters, her best friend and her best friend's love interest. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who are. Just so iconic. This this scene later with them, it has transcended this movie. There is a cover of it starring um, Aaliyah Shawkat and the that one guy. Sense. Who, that casting makes sense. The one guy who writes all the songs, Jack Aronoff, is that his last name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's like a he and her just like were hanging out and decided to created scene for scene for scene shot for shot i'm gonna have to go find that yeah that it's a good perfect. watch it's fun and i think there's also one more famous person in it maybe sarah borellis i might be wrong <laughs> um so are the musical numbers diegetic or not i believe the raps are diegetic and the one pop song, sung by the pop singer, are diegetic. But I don't believe the other ones are. So are they just, like, in her mind? I also don't know that for sure. I mean, because then you get into, like, you know, musical logic. Yeah. Which we don't have time to get into. It's like... I don't think they're in her mind. But, like, they also don't make sayings diegetically because some of them, the one, the the song we're about to reference, I Like Boys, is the title. It doesn't really do anything. It, it doesn't move the plot forward. It doesn't, it doesn't give us any information about any character. It doesn't give insight into someone's mind. It doesn't set up anything. No, it's at, never at best referenced you can argue, again. Since she's not taking part in the song, she's not one of the popular girls. Is the best you, argument you could make for having it. Also, by the way, I say best argument make with who, who. <laughs> I say it's the best argument you could make for having that. I don't mean this song should not be in the movie. It is necessary. It is a oh, surrealist yeah. masterpiece of a song. Don't the whole get me time wrong. I'm like, what what is happening? And it's interesting because it's a bunch of barely clothed women singing a song 
called We Like Boys. But at the same time, it feels very gay to me in a way I don't, I'm not sure how to explain. It's interesting you say that because the whole time I was just like, I feel like you're protesting too much. <laughs> You're overcompensating here, ladies. Like, okay. The first chorus, sure. But, like, by the second or third, I stopped believing you. <laughs> okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you saw it into it, too. That there, something no, I'm about glad... Because I was... That's one of those lesbianism. things... <laughs> it's one of those things where I wasn't going to bring it up, and so I'm glad that you, <laughs> you said that. No, but... They seem very into it with yeah. each other. <laughs> like, they're having a blast performing this song, which I... <laughs> That's good. It's like, you're saying it, but your actions are speaking differently to me. Yeah. I feel like there is actually, like, a specific part where I was like, oh. but I The, can't the, the ripping away of others' towels is like, okay, what's going yeah, on Yeah, there is a lot of, like... <laughs> Unclothing each other. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of towels, showers, and bathing suits. Or leotards, I guess, because it was the 80s. Was that just their gym uniform? I guess. And they but, all had the same underwear, which is interesting. You know what made it feel gay? It's the fact they're singing, they're barely clothed, and then it would cut to another shot of Robin Lively, like peeking around from around a locker to watch them. I think that's what it is. It's like, oh, you're into Dan? I don't buy that. <laughs> like, she's... Yeah. I don't, I don't... I don't know. But there was a... We we get a rap before that number. Oh, yeah, too. sorry. Because <laughs> um, we get introduced to the friend and the love interest, and he's like... They, there's these three guys, and they bring a boombox with them everywhere. I believe they're called... There's, like, a term for them. I have to look it up. <laughs> My note there was, it's really cool that these high school kids singing in the hallway are able to sing live, auto-tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Because those I, I do just, feel diegetic. It just seems like, okay, well, these are the the guys that just go around rapping to each other a lot. <laughs> Damn it. I, I, I forget the term that I'm looking up, but it's like the B-boy. Not B-boys. It's something like that. The Beach Boys? Like, that could be it. It's like a very specific 80s phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not... I'm not... Not buying those characters, you know? Yeah. It, However, it was very alarming the first time it happened. <laughs> you know, it's very like, oh, what is happening right now? You're like, and then, oh, another movie telling me white people rapping is cool. That's And then, like, almost immediately we go into We Like Boys, and it's like, what is happening? <laughs> I have I have motion sickness from this whiplash. <laughs> and then... Because the musical numbers are, like, so few and far between that, mm -hmm. like, whenever they happen, they're very confusing. So That's then all. We but meet... But there's a, there's a classroom scene. We meet a war criminal. We believe... Who I believe is the template for Will Schuster from Glee. 
this English teacher. Literally, okay. She she writes a very detailed love letter. Love letter, yeah. But but not like a love letter that you would like drop off. More of just like, dear diary. This yeah, is how it's, much it's I very like a my dear crush. diary love letter. Yeah. And she accidentally, Which... because of a little brother's fidgeting or whatever, she accidentally acted, turns it yeah. in as ho- as her homework instead of what she wanted to turn in. And this teacher sees it, and it, obviously he knows this isn't what she meant to turn in. And she, he's like, not only will I read this in front of the class, I will name the re- writer. I literally would die. If that happened to me, <laughs> I'd be like, I am cannot return to this school. <laughs> I'm dead. I would like to transfer. Because even like, I mean, this is just is just more me. But if I my friend one time told my crush I liked him, and I was like, God, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> he was like, Do you? And I was like, No, I hate you. <laughs> You're stupid. You're... No, why would I... That's disgusting. I would never... Um, so I would literally just, like, never return if that happened to me. <laughs> and then... We'll skip, I'll skip around to this. Then this man, later on, albeit by the magic of witchcraft, does in fact commit an act of pedophilia. Yeah. And yep, yep, yep. even though and... he was not willing to do it, he still did in fact do it and was not arrested, which makes me concerned for the school district. Or fired. Or fired even, yeah. He, it didn't even seem like he was suspended. They were just like, hey, stop. They were like, go home, take a shower, <laughs> walk it off. <laughs> and also, I which don't know like why that very, was the prank that she Catholic chose. church way of handling things. Yeah, I was like, hey, <laughs> come on. Don't transfer so to another obvious. school, just <laughs> Um, so yeah, this guy sucks. Yeah, maybe, he... like, in 80s movies, specifically, like, pedophilia wasn't the thought on their mind back then, even though that's what happens. I think and, it was more of, more like... They were like, uh, he's stripping. Like, that's Funny. embarrassing. Yeah. It's like, no, that's a grown man, like, un... Just robing in front of children. Yes. I was going to say unclothing. I'm like, that is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like worse things could have been done to that teacher. Yeah. I, like, he got he, off easy. That's the last you see of him, right? I think so. But, like, worse things happen to a different character, and I feel like this one was, well... I don't know. We'll, they both, we'll they both deserve to be punished. But um, we also auditioned for a play. Which is another one of my favorite lines. Because, so they're announcing who gets the leads. And it's not, it's the main girl's crush. And then not the main girl. But then out of nowhere, after announcing the leads, which you would think would be the last announcement of the drama teacher... The drama teacher goes, and assistant costume mistress will be the lead. <laughs> Which is just so funny to me. And that that one was so weird because, like, 
There's no way that that is an actual position. Yeah, the the kids never do costumes. No. And you would not announce that with <laughs> the cast. Right after the leads. <laughs> yeah, and also, if you did announce stage crew or whatever, but, like, it was the only one she announced. I know. It's, it's definitely to just be like, oh, our, this is our main character, we gotta talk about her, but... Just, like, in context of the real world, it's very funny. Yeah. The, the Her crush, which was in the opening sequence, and was in the classroom her, hearing her, like, descriptive love letter, which I feel like he had an okay reaction to that. Yeah. He, he weirdly was very not weirded out by it. He seems yeah. like a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, oh, you know. He's just as bland as the main character, but... At least he's kind. Yeah, that's the... He doesn't really have much personality, but, like, at least he's not, like, actively awful. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times that character could be, like, the jock kind of character. Yeah, they love to But then he auditions for the play, and I'm like, I don't mind that. (laughs) He's sensitive. Yeah. He's really the... Truly is Troy Bolton of this generation. Um... And then we meet her. Well, it's her it's her 6th, 7th, 16th birthday, 16th birthday. I don't know. I think And nobody shows up to her birthday party, even her friend, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> even though they're supposed to be best friends. But she's like late or something. Yeah. And no. it turns out another girl threw another party at the same day and everyone was there instead. So she's, like, broken up and just, like, runs into the city, the town. A totally normal thing to do, even though her friend was like, hey, I'm on my way. Yeah. (laughs) She comes across a fortune teller, and she's like, yeah, this is what I need. (laughs) This will make it better. Yeah. Mm, Who does that sound like? (laughs) The silence means... It is Lauren. <laughs> you know, couldn't, couldn't hurt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would never go into an abandoned building like that, though. You're not like other girls. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> and then you meet Zelda... We... Zelda Rubenstein, another great part of this movie. She's just fun. I like her. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure she had had dwarfism cuz she yeah. was also like a huge disability advocate as well when she was famous. So, just a great woman. Yeah. But she's a witch turns out who in looking at our lead's palm discovers that our lead. I keep calling her our lead cuz I don't know her name. Let me look it up. Louise. Louise. Maybe that's why she was unpopular. What and her, a her name, name was her name was Rosa, right? Serena, Madam Serena. I remember that. I don't know where I got Rosa from. Then who knows? <laughs> Anyways, but um, so looking, reading her palm or whatever, she realizes Louise is the like reincarnation of like her witch best friend. Yeah. 
Here's my question. How did they get so out of sync in the reincarnation style cycles where they're like wildly different ages? That is a good point. Did one of them like just die super young one of those times and then they were off? Like by accident? Yeah. And also it seemed like they always find each other or whatever, but like why did it take her so long to find Serena? Yeah, because she, doesn't she look like the photo, too? Yeah. So why wouldn't she just, like, recognize her instantly? Right. And if you're, you've been reincarnated together for centuries, wouldn't you just, like, know it was her immediately? In general? I don't know. I I don't think it's healthy for us to look into it too hard. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) My only note from this scene is why are they letting the candles burn this long? And I don't really know what that's about. It's a fire hazard. That's what that's about. Yeah, like, come You're on. You're concerned. Conscious. <laughs> so it turns out she's a witch. And her powers will be ignited on her 16th birthday. Which it is, but also she has to wait. Maybe it was, like, one of those things where, like, your birthday is on a Sunday, so you have your party on a Saturday. Okay, kind of that makes sense. Or ow, or I guess <laughs> it was on a Monday, so you had your party on a Sunday for some w- weird reason. Or maybe it was two days later. I don't know. <laughs> and then we go back to school, and so she wakes up a witch. Does she know yet? I think she's skeptical. She doesn't really believe it. I don't think anything really happened yet. No. Um, and then... We go back to school and the rap boys are at it again. Right? I just have, we love a rap about different words for penis and I don't really know who said that. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I wasn't that in class. Yes. Yeah. I don't know who did it though, but I think it wasn't a class. It was the main guy. The main, not the main guy, the main rap guy. The love interest of the best friend. And then she's going to go to a dance. And. Wait, does that happen already? I think before then, she kind of puts like a truth spell on the the mean girls. Yeah, and makes them like say they hate each other. Yeah. Secretly. But also, doesn't she turn her brother into a dog? I don't think that's yet, though. Oh, I thought that happened before the dance. You're probably right. So she does that. So she's like kind of seeing that this witch thing is true. And then she goes home and has a fight with her brother where he kept calling her a dog. Yeah, for some reason. His lines are, are, they could, they might be an iambic pentameter, you know? They might be Shakespearean English to the point because I do not understand what he is saying at any moment. No. And this is like another thing that I, I hate about like teen movies like this where like the relationship with like siblings is always like so weird well little brothers suck and that's relatable right um i said right as if i had one but like (laughs) i don't know it always seems like they hate their older sister and it's like but for why for 
for being their older sister. Maybe it's just a dynamic we don't understand. Yeah, maybe. Because we, we relatively like our brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls her a dog, which I don't understand why he would do that. Because she's... I can pull up the quote. I had it not up. Not dog-like. He goes, you think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. Oh, it is after the dance. Never mind. <laughs> I have the this the interaction pulled up. Did you not hear me? Yeah, that it's after the dance. Oh yeah. Is that? What, did you say something else? Oh, because I I just thought, I thought we were gonna like go. Okay, we'll do the dance we'll skip it. then, and then come okay, back yeah. to this. The dance. <laughs> My my note here is that there's no way she would wear that to a dance. <laughs> I just cannot believe that. <laughs> it is a disaster fit, but luckily she changes it. Yeah. Um, to something so for... also a disaster, but, like, technically cool back then. <laughs> yeah. So, for some reason, the main mean girl sets her up with her cousin. Yeah. And who is confusing for a lot of... His character mystifies me. Cause I don't some even point, know why Why were they set up together. I don't understand. Why would the mean girl want to do anything for her? Yeah. Yeah. Because he is both supposed to be the nerd, but also an aggressive jock, and also a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he had a lot of work to do <laughs> with this character. Because when she first meets him, she's like, oh, you got me the geeky guy. Which, again, he's just wearing glasses. Yeah, and he's a bolo a tie, though. Yeah. He did wear a bolo tie. Which is kind of fresh. I don't get what they're talking about with that. But Brad wears one at the end, anyways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bolo ties are fresh. Yeah. I've um, said it once, I've said it a million times. But, so, he, first you're supposed to be like, oh, he's the annoying nerd. But then later, he's like, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> like, he's like some jock guy. Yeah, well, she, like, gets to the dance, and she takes off, goes to the bathroom and takes off, like, the horrible outfit that her mom got her and puts on, like, her cool hip outfit. And that's when he, her her date hates that look. And I think that's what he was talking about, was he was embarrassed with her in that outfit. Maybe. Um... <clears throat> I don't, at some point in the dance, when she was talking about, to her date, she said, I have a little brother. I know about men. <laughs> and I was like, that child is not a man. <laughs> that child doesn't know about men. No. Um, so, he's just, like, not a good date. Still mystified as to why she set them up in the first place. Yeah. But, unless she also hates her cousin. Maybe. So I don't know. And then, uh. The mean girl, so, oh, there's a part where she's at the, at the table with her friend, and Brad is dancing with the main mean girl, which is his girlfriend, question mark. Well, she disappears. I feel like in these kind of movies, they're never, like, actually in a relationship. Yeah, they're just, like, they're, like, friends with benefits at most. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I just, like, wish she would look at me. And then he, like, turns and looks at her from the dance floor. And then she's like, I wish she would, like, just walk over here right now. And then he did, because she is a witch. 
And it sets up a weird precedent, though, where it's like, you think it's like, oh, she has to say, I wish, and it happens. But, like, only in this scene. Yeah. It really makes you think what else, how much of the rest of the movie she's controlling. But we don't need to get into that. Because right I now. gotta be honest, she seems infinitely powerful. <laughs> she could become yeah. a walking god. <laughs> she can do a lot, considering she just learned of her powers. I don't want to say she could have ended homeless, but instead chooses to get a boyfriend, but she could have. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Brian walks over to her and is like, can I talk to you outside? And she's like, oh, sure. And then... He, like, gets really close to her and just asks if she can help him with his English paper. <laughs> oh, and then that was it. Ooh, and then, uh, I'm sorry, I'm yawning so much. It's okay. And then his date comes out and is, like, angry that Brad's talking to her. And is like, here, we're going to this party or something. Take Brad's keys. For some reason. And so then, yeah, her date drives Brad's car home, but it's like, how'd you guys get there? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so they take Brad's car, so he, like, tries to force her into an act. Yeah. uh, Then he vanishes. Yeah, she's like, like, I wish you would just go away. Which, valid. Yeah. And then he did, and he was gone forever. And that my, in my notes I wrote, that man deserves to vanish. <laughs> but, like, that's what was confusing me about him, because he was both playing, like, the awkward nerd and then, like, the aggressive jock. So it's like, what's going on? Yeah. Although, anyone could be a shitty person like that. That is true. But... Yeah, so then she, like, had to, like, hurry up and take the the wheel, because it was a moving car. <laughs> <laughs> and then <clears throat> she dropped the car off and then, like, ran away home. I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't really sure what was happening there. But then that's when she went home and got into a fight with her brother. And then turns him into a dog. A little dog. Yeah, dog-y. which she can hear... Him talking as a dog, which was interesting. Which, you were like, oh, hooray, finally, silence. I know. And then but you can just still hear him. you don't him. get it. <laughs> and then she was like, here, I'm gonna lock you in the bathroom. And then they had a, a, a bath was already drawn in the bathroom. Like, just... I noticed that, too. That was weird. Because, of course, water reverses the spell. As we learned previously. So, it's like... This is for later, but, like, if she, if, like, her boyfriend took a bath, would that not alone undo the spell? I think it would. And, like, the teacher is going through the car wash at one point. And That's so a good he point. gets wet there, but he still keeps doing it. Plot holes, found them. That is a good point. But, yeah, it should have wore off in the car wash. I think we're supposed to think... That Brad is no longer under a spell. Later. And he uh, he's actually in love with her at the end? I think so. But, well, 
we'll get there. Um, so yeah, she just throws her brother, her dog brother, into a bath that for some reason they had already in the bathroom. And then uh, he like also when it when he first turns into a dog like n immediately knows that she did it somehow. Yeah, and he's like pretty down with the whole witch thing. Yeah, he's just like, oh, you did this to me because you're a witch. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No issues here. No qualms. No worries. <laughs> no concerns. <laughs> my next... I don't really know when this happened, but my next note is, oh, no, do not make him... Oh! I think... So she goes and talks to Serena about how she wants to make Brad her boyfriend. Yeah. And my note is, oh no, do not make him a love slave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Madam Serena gets her own little love slave. Yeah. <laughs> and I she didn't fucks like, frog, I didn't love folks. that. She fucks the frog. So she brings the frog, she needs Luis's help to bring her frog to life. And then he riveted and I thought that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> but Are I was concerned my... for Brad at this point. Yeah, especially because of the, the questionable politics of the movie so far. It definitely was a realistic proper uh, possibility. Love Slave. Yeah. Oh, okay, so then... My, my, my note says she's lucky he asked her to tutor him beforehand. I know. Oh, my! When he comes over to tutor, my fa some of my favorite lines is, "Everyone enters the room, and the first thing they always say is, where are all the chairs?'" <laughs> I really wanted to take a moment to talk about the chairs, <laughs> because it's so funny. Literally, Brad. So eventually, she come. He comes over to get tutored for English, and she's like, "Oh, we'll go in our, my bedroom." And he opens the door and then says, where are all the chairs? Which, entering a room you've never been in, a bedroom, not even like a dining table. <laughs> <laughs> My first thought is not, there should be a lot of chairs in here. <laughs> I have no chairs in my room. The chair I'm sitting on right now, I just stole from the office. Because I get tired of sitting in my bed sometimes. But I, I don't even have, like, room for a chair in my room, really. I do not. I used to have a desk in here in, in which I had one chair. Um, if not, there's my bed and a bench thing that's in front of a vanity. And that is the sole things that you can sit on in this room. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why there'd just be so many chairs. And then, like, the brother comes in, the parents come in, and they're like... Where are all the chairs? It's like, why would she have so many chairs in her room? It's the but reverse then... of the lamp problem with Little Italy. <laughs> There's so many lamps. <laughs> There's so many lamps, but not enough chairs in this one. And then, eventually, she, like, gives up the charade and opens the closet. And there were multiple chairs <laughs> in Just her closet. Off. Which makes, makes sense for, like, the parents... 
and the brother to ask, hey, where are all the chairs? Mm-hmm. But for Brad, who has never been in there before, isn't just like, hey, where are all the chairs? Why would he know that there were, were that many chairs? Maybe he, like, saw the, the, you know, like, how the carpet keeps the imprint if the chair hasn't been moved in a while. Maybe, oh, maybe. he's, like, really detective-inging it. Or maybe she had, like, a full table. <laughs> and there was no <laughs> chairs. She also, like, suddenly gets style. Now that she's a witch, I mean, she learns how to dress herself. If I was a witch, I would probably witch myself to like be cool. (laughs) Not like her. Okay, that's just the plot of this movie. To like get buy things that I cannot afford, steal. I would steal. I would be a thief. I'd be a witch thief. So you wouldn't get the money. You would just get the things. I don't, I don't understand why I can't get both. That is true. You can do anything. Thank you. But her, her goal is to have him, she has to have him on her bed and then say a spell. And. I don't, I, I, why'd she need her, like, specifically on her bed? It was the love slave spell. Oh, yeah. But, like, but why, then... what about her bed makes it important? Because of stuff you normally do on a bed. <laughs> I'm assuming. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Netflix all day and never leave your room. <laughs> Those are the two things I use my bed for. Yeah, that's what the love slave is there to, to do with you. So you're just not alone. <laughs> so you don't get chilly. Yeah. Um. So you have someone to like share a headphone with. <laughs> Anyways. Uh. But she, like, has to say a spell out loud for that one and just, like, start saying it without even, like, hiding. She's... <laughs> I would walk if I was this guy. If the person you're sitting next to just started chanting and, like, Just started Latin. speaking in Latin at me? I'm <laughs> bolting. <laughs> now, so are we to assume that the spell actually worked? It didn't, though, right? I don't think it did. Because they don't start dating until her most popular girl spell in song. Yeah. So I don't think she, I don't think she like finished saying it. Yeah. Is this where the best scene is? Is that what happens next? The what scene? The rap scene. No. Sorry, I'm There's getting a, excited. This this is the the one where. Um, the we see the the shitty teacher again, and he like goes through her purse, which was also oh, yeah. an, another That's ethics illegal. violation. <laughs> yeah, like the first one was immoral. This is straight up illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then I just wrote, I love this mom character. Honestly, and I don't really know what that was about, but yeah, I don't remember what she does there. Um. And so then she makes a voodoo doll of the teacher, which is what why he strips later in the scene. But she has the voodoo doll out very openly on her lap. And it's a She's very big voodoo doll. And I don't understand. Like, if you were sitting in a class and you saw, like, your classmate doing something to a doll and then watching your teacher do the same thing, would you not be suspicious? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. 
Um, my confusion is about the extent of her powers. Because why could she simply not, like, I wish my teacher would get fired, like she's done previously, but why, did, why this voodoo doll plan? She's not even does voodoo. That's not her thing. I don't know. Did you hear my brother? I did. <laughs> They're watching um, football. And then... I also don't know why she chose to make him strip, because that seems disgusting. And then... <laughs> like, why do you want to see that? And then she just carried the doll home, didn't put it in a bag, was just in her hand. She's like, like every... I might need this again. <laughs> but she's like, everyone knows that that looks like your teacher. <laughs> well, I think you're overselling how good she is at doll making. Yeah, that is true. Um... And then she just, like, tosses it on the table and just, like, leaves it there. Like, that's fine. Um, and then it's, we have a funny scene where someone throws it in the wash and then he run, walks through a car wash. But, yeah, the water should have, or maybe it would have, in that particular instance, the water would have had to go on the doll. But also, it was on the doll. Yeah, water got on both. As it doesn't make sense. No. Plot hole. Um, Take oh. that, movie. I bet you're really fucking embarrassed now, aren't ya? What? We caught ya. What? Oh, oh! did your headphone fall out? Yeah, I didn't hear you. I said, take that, movie. I bet you're really embarrassed now that we caught this <laughs> plot hole. Okay, so now this is the scene. Because my note says, I love that these bros just hang out and lip sync. But I think it was supposed They're to be real. They're rapping for real. Look how funky he is. The best line. Can we give a line award? <laughs> yeah. To that. Look at how funky he is. It's just so good. <laughs> so basically, um, she uses her witch powers, a new one this time, to like wiggle her nose or whatever, to give her friend confidence and rap ability to go bond with her crush. And this is the single best scene because the rap is truly out of, uh, off its rocker. It's unhinged. I honestly think I blacked out during this scene. <laughs> oh my god, I've watched it. I like, re well, sometimes look it up on YouTube and just rewatch the one song because it's so funny. It's called Top That. Yeah. And it goes, but like, I'm hot, you're not, but if you want to get with me, I'll give it one shot, top that, top that. <laughs> I can say the whole thing, I won't though. Um, and yeah, it's the ethos of the song. It's like, yeah, I'm not attracted to you, but I'll still sleep with you, just, just in case you're good at it, and then we could still go ahead, and I love that. Yeah, that's just kind of what they're saying to each other, which, you know, you gotta appreciate in a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> and then she impresses him with her sick rhymes. And then they fall in love. Of course. And I like that one because all she did was, like, give her the ability to, like, get him to notice her. All it took was confidence. Yeah, like she didn't magic. she didn't meddle too much in like controlling either of them and I I like She that. let it she let love bloom. Yes. 
so now we learn that Serena's powers are running out for some reason. Did she like overuse them? I don't know. I don't think it's explaining. I don't think there's any consequences for that either. <laughs> like, just like, fine, don't have magic. Like, be a person. Yeah. Just kidding. I, I say that, but then, like, I watch Wither- Wizards of Waverly Place, and I'm like, if I was either of those boys, I'd kill myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, I thought what was going to be a subplot is that it seemed like, because Serena kept using Louise for her powers, and it kind of felt like that was going to be, like, a more important plot. Mm-hmm. That, like, yeah, she like, was gonna, like, take over her powers or something like that. If she but... turned out to be the villain, that'd be good. That's what I and thought Serena. was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't. Yeah, that's... There's no real conflict in this movie. Oh, yeah, they, no. They try to throw in, like, a the best friend's angry at her plotline, but it doesn't make sense. Because we've never we never really even see her ignoring her or like she got you a boyfriend and now you're mad at her for some reason oh yeah because we forgot that louise does a spell to make her popular so she was like hanging out yeah. with like the mean girls now and so and they meet like a random pop star who isn't a real pop star that was just an actress but i don't know something about it made it seem like it should be a pop star cameo but it was not it felt like one yeah yeah oh because she needed an article of clothing from the person that she wanted to emulate or something like that. Or, like, the most popular person in the world already. Or something. Some, so, I don't know. Um, and then Brad wants to hang out with her again. And takes and her the, to this weird abandoned house in the country. The cabin in the woods. <laughs> and this is when I wrote... Is he under a spell or just doing this? And that's kind of a big question. It's not clear. I I don't have an answer for you. Because he was... He was doing a lot of things that I don't think a normal person would do. (laughs) A little bit. Like, the way he was, like, hiding around the house. And, like, (laughs) sneaking around and, like, leaving his shirt in one place or something. He left something. On the staircase. And I don't, he was just being, like, real weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's and, surprising about this scene to me is that they just, like, they have sex. Do they? I thought they did. I don't or they Do they have. just, like, strip a little and make out? Which... I think they just... Hold on. Can we... Hold on. <laughs> we need to build up to that. <laughs> Sorry. But... I something I just realized like now is that it is it is almost like a complete reversal of her fantasy in the beginning. Oh, cause you're right. Oh my god, he's kind of like weirdly running away from her. Oh, and she's the predator now. <laughs> she's you either you Even either kill he's a like thirty three. <laughs> you either kill a rapist or live long enough to see yourself. <laughs> Using magic to coerce someone into sex. Um, you know that's he's like Batman he's quote. playing weird games and like running around the room, <laughs> like come and find me. And I'm like, I you know, we don't like that. <laughs> Hide and seek. Nice. I got that reference. Good. Uh, I, that song was on my Halloween playlist, and it's a bop. 
Really? Um, so, that's when he's in a, he's in a cutoff, which he looks great in. <laughs> yeah. Very, then, would love to see Zac Efron wear similar. <laughs> would, he kind of looks like Zac Efron a little bit. He's, he has that vibe. Yeah. The thing that shocked me the most, so basically they start making out and he's like laying on top of her. And the thing that surprised me the most besides just that is how much tongue we saw. <laughs> Later in an interview, Robin Lively said she regretted that kiss. She wasn't happy with it. But that's why I said they have sex because like, to me, like just in that kind of movie, the most you're going to get is like a standing up kiss. With maybe a little dip. So for them to, like, be on top of each other, like, you might as well just show penetration. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because, like, especially in, like, a teen, like, high school In the 80s, too? Right. It's, like, even now, it's, like, we barely even see them kiss sometimes. Like, in High School Musical, they never even kiss. And so, like... Seriously? Yeah. No, they kiss. And then, and then, too... At the end, uh, at the end of the two, they do. In the, sprinklers. in the original movie, they do not. That's crazy. There's in um, a deleted scene or like alternate scene in which they do, but it, when it aired, it did not. That's so dumb. <laughs> Can you I, guess I think that's together? more like um, Disney Channel, like a lot younger audience, and this was tailored to. But it's still it's kissing. Oh my god. But yeah, like I feel like normally like teen romance movies you're not seeing that much talk and it was very alarming to me in riverdale you're getting full nipple a lot of times so like but you still don't see tongue (laughs) (laughs) like even in that show where they're like very explicitly having sex it's all i don't know if you see it at all it's a deep passionate makeout and thank you for giving us that even though it's Poor so Ricky. up close to their mouth that you can, like... See the spit I, swapping. <laughs> you Literally, it is, like, so much more than you expect to see. <laughs> Big time. Just in the kiss. And then, yeah, they're, like, touching each other and stuff. So I guess maybe you could... When I first watched it, I just assumed that, like, they were just making out like that for a while. And I guess you could assume <laughs> that it, it went further than that. And then, oh no, it turns out she got everything she wished for, but it's not actually what she wanted. I like that their, like, idea of being too popular is, like, people just, like, kind of sit on your lawn with signs. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know what scene I'm talking about, but I said that it looks like they're reading cue cards. Most of them. I don't them. know what... I don't know. <laughs> and, oh, apparently, like, Louise being, like, really popular made Serena, like, super rich. Yeah, I didn't get that. But and, good like, for re- Serena. remodeled her house, which is, like, yeah, good for her, but, like, I don't understand why a high schooler's popularity would affect you in that way. <laughs> well, don't they just make money? Because that's, like, one thing she showed her how to do is just, like, make money. Maybe that's just it. And then... She brings Serena to prom. Which I love. And I, I also wrote, I cannot handle the shoulder pads in her dress, because they were 
They were a lot. They were they were loud. <laughs> and um so she she tries to make things go back to normal question mark. I don't really know what happened there. I'm uncertain too. It's just kind of like everything just kind of resolves itself with very little action. <laughs> She's just like, oh, I guess I'm just gonna stop controlling people now, and I don't want to be friend's popular like, anymore. Her friend's like, we're cool, too, by the way. I'm not mad at you anymore. <laughs> yeah. And Serena's like, yeah, let's go to prom. <laughs> and then everyone's having a fun time prom. Movie over. And then, yeah, and she gets there, and then Brad comes up and, like, hugs her or whatever. Or dances, lifts her up. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Classic 80s ending. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> and that's Teen Witch. Yeah, it's a very fun watch. I'll go. I'll straight. I'll straight from the beginning. Say I recommend it. Watch it. Get a little drink on. This is a great movie to have a drinking game for. To go to our drinking game because this I would agree. be so fun to like watch with friends and like get a little drunk. That sounds like a great time. This was also a very like jarring watch for me because I had no idea what to expect and also it's Spookvember so I was expecting it to be spooky and it wasn't that spooky but like I kept waiting like oh is something awful gonna happen and then, no. <laughs> like at the very end Madam Serena just like does a carry rip off <laughs> yeah I was just like I was like what is gonna happen and I was like oh it's just it's just like the vague threat of like sexual assault <laughs> This is a real horror all along. It's very... It's ever-present throughout the entire film. <laughs> it just... Just, like... Everyone just... You're just worried about people in their own agency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't That's talk about That's the real this. spook of the movie. But she also gets her teacher, like, a sugar daddy... Her, the teacher I forgot that about that. The drama teacher, yeah, she literally just set her up with like a rich husband, and we're like, go travel the world now. So it's Goodbye. like, is he consenting, or is he under a spell the whole time? I don't know. I kind of feel like no. <laughs> <laughs> and the frogman definitely was not. I don't think. Here's the thing: is the frogman even cognizant though? Because is he is does he just still have like a frog in the brain though? And my question was is is it just a frog she turned human, or it was was it like a kind of like a Salem the cat situation where it's a person that was like trapped into being a frog? See, I see it as a Salem the cat situation, as in, but reverse, it's a frog trapped into being a human. That's what I got from the ribbit afterwards. Maybe. But he seemed into it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or maybe that is just another aspect of the spell. That could be too. He like he can't he can only ribbit, but he still he knows and understands and likes sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the ribbit meant. The ribbit just said I consent. <laughs> I wish we could episode, title episodes other yeah. than the movie, because <laughs> that would be the episode. <laughs> the ribbit meant I consent. 
<laughs> and she <laughs> and she can speak frog, so she was like, "Okay, we're good. We're good yeah, to go." And then she was like, "Ribbit," which meant I consent as well. Let's have fun. <laughs> yeah, which meant consent to sexy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we let's should stop th- talking about this. Game. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything? Um, I say take a shot for every musical number because there's enough. There's not enough where it's like we'll screw you over, but it'll get you to a nice place. Yes. Did you say take a shot or take a drink? Shot. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. And, um, that includes the raps, right? Yeah, for sure. I think maybe we, we need to invent like a drinking game specifically for top that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that it's like a rapid fire. <laughs> that scene. On every beat. <laughs> um, every time it gets topped. <laughs> <laughs> Here, every time they say top that during top that that's take a good a drink that's a good yeah. one anytime i feel like every time the little brother is on the screen you need to take some drinks just to get through it to get through it <laughs> <laughs> um every time the scope of her powers change mm-hmm. take a drink Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you're worried about someone. <laughs> is it, uh, yeah, is it bad to say anytime there's the threat of sexual assault? <laughs> yeah, just take a shot. <laughs> anytime you're just, like, not, you're not 100% on, uh, <laughs> on people's, a- on own agency. <laughs> I feel like Another little sip whenever the mom comes just to celebrate. <laughs> oh, well, you have to take a sip every time someone says, where are the chairs? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um. I think that, that'll get a good buzz going. I think you're fine there, yeah. Yeah. And maybe just any time, like, a joke happens that you actually laugh at. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're there. They are there. There, there. Um. Okay, is that it for our drinking game? Yeah, I think so. That's a good spot. I have my uh, sheet of our things downstairs, so I'm gonna have to remember. Oh God, remember. Let's Which do awards. I never will. We, we um, know our awards. We know our awards. So the okay, Joey so... King Award for uh acting on excellence. On excellence. <laughs> Who you? Who do you want to give that to? Okay, so part of me does want to give the brother because he's so bad, but at the same time, he's also very worthy of Aunt Mom. But I, I think get, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Aunt Mom for him because I feel like that character on the page as written. Mm. Is an ant mom? I think. I th- no. I think as okay. as it's written, is just like some. 
annoying little brother. But the choices that he makes to portray that is what sets him apart into the Dr. Ant-Mom territory, you know? You're right. The Dr. Ant-Mom isn't just about a performance we like. It's It choices. is about making the choices not a single other actor in the world would have made for that role. <laughs> that's what Dr. Ant-Mom is about. So you're that's right. That's what the essence of Dr. Ant-Mom is. <laughs> and I feel like any other human being reading that character would not make those choices. You are make. 100% right. He gets the Dr. Ammo. He gets the Dr. Ammo. (laughs) But I don't know about the Joey King. I would say, like, honestly, both the leads are a little wooden. But they're not, like, so terrible where I'm, like, feel the need. They're not unwatchable. To give it out. Yeah. So I think we can just... Honestly, can we give Joey King to the brother, too? (laughs) He can have both. both? He can have both. (laughs) I'll allow it. Uh, who left the movie with their dignity? Um, if anyone. Given. The mom. None of them really had careers. Or I right. guess Robin Lively did a little. And from what I'm seeing, let me pull back up the IMDb. The guy also seemed to do some stuff. I think he's actually like an actor, Yeah. Yeah. He was he like ended up doing soaps, which honestly perfect for him. He looks like a soap opera guy, just gorgeous, but nothing else. Yeah, gorgeous, but there's nothing there. Yeah. You so, know? so yeah, none of them, neither of them, like were duds. They were just like minor Hollywood stars, which was fine, perfect for them. Like she was in Twin Peaks. That's huge. Yeah. But I'm gonna give the Dignity Award to the uh, Zelda Rubenstein. Because I love her. That's fair. I love her and everything. I never won't love her. She gets my award. Can we say the kid so- solely for the reason he wrote? I mean, yeah, that's true. The final girls. Yeah, I don't think weirdly... he left the movie with his dignity, but he found it, you know? <laughs> that's be- that's a beautiful story of success. <laughs> that counts for something. It- I think so. Um. Here, I'm going to... Who didn't have their dignity? Rap guy. Yeah. Didn't lose their dignity. No, he 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 lost it. He okay. doesn't have it anymore. This was his peak. Yeah, what's his name? Brett. That's great. That's a perfect name for him. Yeah, that's fitting. The um, who is this for? Segment. I feel like is only there's only a handful of movies that in which that applies to. Yeah, I I I, I know who this is for. <laughs> yeah, us. specifically um say something nice about the movie which we kind of have i straight up love the movie yeah i think it's hysterical i love just the pure schlock and 80s-ness of it i think it's such a fun watch yeah i agree it was very fun and the musical numbers or anytime someone was singing or rapping if you don't think about it too much, they're very fun. <laughs> as soon as you start thinking, like, how is the world working? Then it, like, starts to not be as fun. But you don't, you shouldn't do that. You should just, like, zone out and watch it. Yeah, just have fun. Drink. That's yeah, why we drink. give you the drinking game. Are there any other segments? Rating. Okay. Oh, fuck, we forgot to do our transitions. Yeah. 
Ooh, whoa, whoa. Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. Was that all of them? No, I just decided... Or I just decided, a, I, one long one? I think if I did a long one, it's different because all the short ones always sound the same. I'm trying I'm trying my best here, okay? That's a good, that's a good one. Um, what do you rate it? I believe I gave it five stars because I think it's just a camp classic. I wouldn't change a thing. Eh. I'll take that back, but I'm still... I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say, like... 3.75 stars. Because <laughs> three and a half seems too low, and a four just seems a little too high. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> 3.75. I like that. I would have liked more Brad. Gotta be honest. Who's Brad? Exactly. He's the main character. <laughs> He's the main the love interest. See, I, I was gonna say, I would have liked more Rhett, the rap guy. I think yeah. he's my favorite part. And he for, was definitely a candidate for Dr. Ant-Mom. For a movie that there's a full musical number called We Like Boys, um, not a lot of boys in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Lauren loves boys. I love boys. <laughs> that felt like a bad thing to say. Oh well. Oh well. Um, Lauren and her boys. <laughs> okay. But... Only in the fact that this is a rom-com and we barely see the uh, the love interest in the movie. And that's really, that's, that was my point. Yeah. And also no, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> and he's um, 26, so we can say that. Yeah, we, yeah, we're allowed. We can't say that about Louise. <laughs> oh, how would you fix the movie? But you said you wouldn't. Yeah, I really, maybe less questionable sexual assault moments, but. I, we, that needs addressed. <laughs> <laughs> we need to we we need to make that very clear on that you cannot control someone else's actions I think would be no more movies about forcing people to love you with magic it is weird yes please stop it <laughs> stop I think that's it that reminds me of something in Freaky, but I can't, I can't, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I'll watch it. I'll try to watch it. Oh, recommend movies. That's what we forgot. Yeah, the good, the bad, the movie. We are getting there. I totally forgot about it. I was about to be like, okay, that's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I have my good movie and it's Freaky. Okay. <laughs> um, so the Freaky just came out, uh, November 13th. Uh, it's a movie where... Uh, Vince Vaughn and what's her name? Catherine Newton. Yeah, the girl from Blockers. <laughs> and um, Vince Vaughn is a serial killer and they accidentally switch bodies. So it's kind of like a Freaky Friday the 13th situation. Um, it's very good. It's very funny. Um, I really do not want to say anything about it because you don't want to ruin anything. But it's about... The reason why I'm recommending it <laughs> in correlation to this movie. One, it's about uh, a teen girl living life. <laughs> <laughs> where something uh, out of this worldly happens to her, I would say. Kind of. That's the connection there. Okay, I have my good as well. Okay, go ahead. I'm looking for a bad right now as I'm talking, though. Um, I should look that up, too. 
My good is a movie called Edge of Seventeen. Not <laughs> that one. Okay. Not the one with um Grammy nominee Haley Steinfeld. This movie is from uh nineteen ninety eight and it's it takes place in the eighties and it's set funny enough in Sandusky, Ohio, which I mm. live about thirty minutes away from. So as I was watching it I was like, Oh shit, this is also familiar. <laughs> But um, it's 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 like very eighties as well, but it's about um, this guy who gets a job at Cedar Point, which it's not called Cedar Point because of copyright, but it's like Cedar Point. And then like he starts having feelings for his coworker, and he's like, "Am I gay?" And it's like just a coming of age gay movie, and it's just it's nice. It's like very eighties. It's very sweet. It feels a lot more like realistic than a lot of movies like it like Mm -hmm. it's a lot more rooted than in reality than teen witch or even like something like 16 candles or anything like that right but that's why i like it a lot and so that'll be my recommendation that's a good one four i don't know what i want to that movie i'm kind of having some trouble with me too What's the last bad movie I watched? I'll just say that instead. And what's the what's the comment? It's bad. Maybe there's a bad musical. Mm. Well, there's one that keeps coming up in my searches to find something. What? They could go with, but I don't think it like matches the essence in the way that I feel like I could a- accomplish with this movie. You know? What do you mean? Say the movie, just say it. Maleficent. <laughs> Sell it. I think you can. Well, I just was like hoping I could find like a campy teen movie, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it works. Um, I don't know, I just really hated that movie and my friend had me go see the sequel with him too. Ugh. And equally didn't like that one. That's good enough. Yeah, it's a witch. Oh. She's a witch. Kind of. <laughs> I have one, which honestly, I might want to do an episode on it one day. I think it would work well. But it's called Opening Night. And it's like, a, it's the perfect amount of like, is this a musical? I'm not really sure. There are musical numbers. <laughs> but I don't know if there's enough for it to count. It starts Topher Grace. And it's about like the backstage happenings of the opening night of a Broadway musical called one hit wonderland where they just like cover a bunch of one hit wonders and it's great i, I think it sounds we should, very great at some point we should probably do an episode on it i really think you'd enjoy it it sounds right up my alley <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that'll be my bad recommendation but maybe look out for that episode one day okay all right cool we Is done um you can follow us on twitter at one star movies I'm at on Twitter at Mola Turnup. I'm on Twitter at Leather Velma. And thanks for listening. Happy Spook Vember, everybody. Okay, bye. <laughs> boo or K Boo because it's Spook Vember. K- Get it? Okay, oh. no. Stop.